I'm Lisa Stone. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Parenting Aces. Thanks for tuning in to the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and we have something a little different for you this week. We are going to be talking with a former WTA player and a former table tennis champion who are now working in a very different realm in coaching young athletes. And I'm hesitant to even like put a name on this because I think you're going to hear it and go, oh my gosh, this woman's gone off the deep end. But I encourage you to stay tuned and listen to Anya and Yure talk about a unique approach to understanding players, coaching them, and even parenting them that involves using an ancient practice now known as numerology and please, please, please don't like start rolling your eyes because I can I can feel y'all doing that already. And I did that when I first heard about this, but I had the opportunity to hear these two present at the WTCA conference in New York a couple months ago. And though I was a bit hesitant going into the presentation, I left there feeling like I had gained so many new insights into my own personality and what drives my behavior. And I can only imagine how coaches and parents can use this information to help them do a better job with young players. So I hope you will give this episode a chance. It is something different, as I said, but I think it's something that you will find interesting. I urge you to check the show notes and click on the links that are contained there so that you can get even more information because hearing it is very different than seeing it visually. And by clicking the links, you'll you'll get some visual aids as well. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Parenting Aces podcast with Anya and Yura. Anya and Yura, thank you so much for joining us on the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa, for having us as well. Sure. So to begin, Anya, I want you to talk a little bit about your background in tennis. And I know, Yura, you come from a a different sporting background, table tennis, which we'll get into as well. But Anya, my listeners are always very curious to know the background of the experts that they're listening to. So we'd love to hear your story. Yeah, sure. Well, um, I'm a former professional tennis player. Um, I was born in Slovenia and um, around 20, when I was 20, I moved to Germany to just to have a better experience, better coaches, um, better tennis space, because in Slovenia, it's a small country. And I mean, we had very good coaches, but they were with other players already on the tour. So, um, yeah, so I was a lot in... um, in former countries, playing, training, um, getting a lot of new information, new inputs. And um, then when I was 25, I decided to go my way. So before I had a lot of problems with mental. What is mental? Every coach said, Anya, you play so good, but your head is not there. You need to work on your head. And I was always like, Yes, okay, but what is this? I need to work on my head. 
I need to be more focused, I need to be more concentrated, or I need to play more matches. And and I never get the really um, the good question uh, answer of on my on my question. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then I was twenty five, and um, I met some some people, and uh, Yuda was also in between of them, and um, they were working really how to transform the whole body the mental part, the physical part, and I really find myself in it. Um, I was, back then, I was not playing for one year because I stopped because of the injury. But after I decided, let's go, let's try on something new, some different approach, and let's see how it goes. And after this, I can say that I can I had better results than before when I was really practicing a lot in academies, training, have a coach always with me. So I really kind of find myself. Yeah. And and so you and Yoder met, you said he was among the group of people you met when you were 25. Yoder, you came from the table tennis world. How did your paths cross? Let's begin when we met, we met when we were meditating together. Uh, in a group, so uh, like relaxing our body, mind, spirit, uh, emotions. You know, meditation is scientifically proven that it connects to hemisphere of our brain and it enhances and uh, relaxes our all hormones and everything is in line, in tune. Uh, so this is how we met. And I was also always open because of my career as a table tennis professional. And I also studied on the University of Sport. So all of the sports I went through, and along this I was training diligently at my table tennis. Uh, and I also went, before I met this meditation group and this knowledge, I also went to play two years in Spain professionally, table tennis. And I was, as, as, a, as a teenager, already involved in, uh, as a national champion, uh, champion uh, under 15 and then under 17 and so on. Uh, I was always involved in spiritual, in uh, sports psychology, because I knew that it's not just hitting the ball; <laughs> it's something else as well. Uh, maybe breathing. As a 15-year-old, I went to visit a yoga center and I was doing yoga twice a week as a 15-year-old, and that was in 90, 1997 already. Wow! Um, where did you yoga. Where did you grow up, Yura? In Slovenia as well. Oh, in also, Europe. okay. That's former Yugoslavia. In in. in not as Balkans, we are neighbors with Italy, Austria, Hungary, Croatia. So it's a quite uh, advanced country, uh, Slovenia. And um, as well in table tennis, I had a lot of coaches and a good coach for a lot of years, 15 years, the same one. But he never gave me that, you know, tap on the shoulder, tap on my mental stuff. I was always the crazy, the odd one, the, the too ambitious one, the too uh, aggressive one when it happens under pressure. So I was always researching and reading a lot of books already as a teenager. As a 14-year-old, I, 13-year-old, I remember I read a lot of books that my mother had at home. Uh, so regarding this approach of uh, psychology and understanding. So I was searching. I was searching a lot. Then I went to do some workshops in London. And I was playing better also in Spain. And then I met this group, uh, which also enhanced my game. I was training less. Of course, I had more experience with 29 years or something, uh, but I was training less and I had better results because I was more calm. I could uh, control myself. Uh, 
and it was different time. And then we and Anya, we met there. Then we didn't uh, do anything together yet or create anything. We just knew for each other. And uh, along the side, she also knew that I was doing more and more of this coaching, which we'll head on, which we will head into later. And she invited me to join her group where she was already a trainer, a coach of tennis in academy. So we, our, our pads bonded more and more and more. And, and a good year ago, we also bonded emotionally as a couple. Nice. That's a sweet story. And, yes. and so now you're working together coaching in the tennis world, not table tennis anymore, right? Yes, I always watched more tennis than table tennis on, you know, Grand Slams and, and such events were more uh, on TV than table tennis. More attractive. More attractive. And, yeah. and so I watched the Grand Slam events and then I went to play my game of table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of t- tennis players who also love to play table tennis. We yes, always yes. had we always yes. had a table in our house for our children growing up and yes. uh, yeah, so that's fun. So now you guys are coaching not only the technical side of the game, but also the mental, psychological side of the game. And you have a very unique approach that I was exposed to when I was in New York a couple months ago. And I would love for you to share it with the Parenting Aces audience. Yeah, we would love to and we will uh, love to express it and show it and present it because it has made us um, challenge ourselves and our as well uh, clients uh, in all fields uh, and uh, change, transform our lives and how we can impact and transform and improve uh, the people that we come into contact with, especially children as well. Uh, as I said, already mentioned, uh, Anya was working in a, she will say something more about this later. She was working in academy in, in, in Germany as a coach. And uh, I came to her uh, a camp, tennis camp, where I was working with this knowledge, also with numerology and stuff. It doesn't matter the name, actually. It's just a method, even if it's spiritual energy or just numerology. It's not for changing names. It's as a tool used to um, understand the player, where, where the player is blocked, where, it's, uh, strug- where, where the player is struggling, or what the potentials are hidden, or how to activate certain potentials. As in Anya's case, the coaches said, you are great on the training, but not so great in the matches. What's happening with you? What is the pressure? Why, why can't you comprehend it or withstand it or cope with it? So with this knowledge, we could... Uh, code crack the code actually and we use it and it's not just this numerology this is like as a coach has a acceptance uh, uh, maybe hour or 30 minutes that the coach is uh, observing a player before he's coaching uh, the player uh, or begins to coach so you you go through certain aspects of the game so we go through certain aspects of the mental emotional psychological part of the person child as well Uh, and also parents and with this knowledge we could uh, eventually approach differently Anya knew that uh, how she can uh, guide and coach uh, children as well also than juniors and and, and adult players uh, where they are lacking certain messages because you 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 get to know where 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 to to give the input with this method so I mean one of the things that 
I think is so challenging for a coach, especially a coach working with a junior player, because kids are not always as self-aware as more mature players, though there are plenty of adults in the world that are not very self-aware either. Mm -hmm. Um, But for a coach to have a tool that helps him or her understand the emotional makeup of a player, what's going on in a player's head, how a player is likely to respond in certain situations can be an invaluable tool. I mean, it's an amazing bit of information for a coach to have. So why don't you guys talk a little bit about what it is that you look at and how you interpret the information and help coaches help their players? Uh, I just want to emphasize here because a lot of, let's say tennis, because we are in tennis uh, involved and talking about tennis, uh, parents and, and, and players uh, to emphasize on this that uh, a lot of coaches or parents are like this is not scientifically this is not psychology this is not this and that we just say give it a chance it's not that we are uh, persuading someone that uh, the flat is uh, that the earth is flat or something it's we are just uh, using a method it's functioning for us it's effective for also a lot of people in the world Chinese, for instance, Asian people, they CEOs and people use uh, certain these methods or numerology or Bazi or Feng Shui or something like that uh, in, in, in the highest uh, uh, levels of uh, hierarchy or something like that. And, and a lot of uh, Western world is still a bit skeptical. Well, it's like in 2018, if you're skeptical regarding sports psychology and knowledge, it's like being skeptical regarding antibiotics or something like that. Uh, or bacteria. So it's it's we, we we would love to emphasize this. Give it a chance. Be open to something new. And I will allow uh, let Anya explain regarding how it's used and and how you can understand this method. Great. Yeah. So I can say because I was practicing WTA player. I was practicing ITF juniors, also toddlers, kids. I mean. Uh, I can say that you see that the juniors have less negative messages than some adult player already. Because they are growing up slowly, slowly, and then there are some tournaments or, or matches where they are sad, they are um, angry, but they don't know still why is it like this. Adult players they have already some years of, of on the tour or matches. They have some personal problems maybe, and they are already more developed in these negative messages. So you're trying to intersect the kids while they're still open-minded, hopefully, and before these negative messages have taken hold. Yeah, yeah it's, like a, it's like a program. We can... You know, if you get a player from one other city or other state uh, that you are as a coach and you see that he he was, she was programmed with a certain forehand technique, you need to reprogram that child, that junior. And it's easier, of course, to reprogram a technique when, when that person is young. Right. It's the same with spiritual. It's the same with psychology. It's the same with certain virus of anger, of emotional drama or something like that. 
uh, is the same. Uh, so with this knowledge, with numbers, we can decode what a certain player is lacking or where the potential lies hidden or how to activate it uh, with certain messages. Uh, this numerology is just like, as I said, it's just the acceptance uh, field or acceptance form uh, used on the first uh, meeting and then we need to train. Then we need to improve the, the technique of the forehand uh, in metaphor, the technique of the program, of the, of the emotions, of uh, pressure, being under pressure, understanding the pressure, uh, because, you know, sport is uh, being a professional athlete or also uh, recreational, sometimes are more crazy. But being a, a, an athlete, aspiring athlete to, to very ambitious and parents are ambitious, it's crazy that we don't use all that is available. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter what the name, where it comes from, if it's effective and we ourselves wouldn't have used and we are not using something that it's uh, out of the blue. Uh, I've talked to more than 5,000 people regarding this and use this method and it, I, I haven't failed with depicting, decoding, understanding certain numbers. So it's more than confirmed for me. And I, we just want to present it to everybody that are open-minded for it and open-hearted for it, that uh, they can use a bit of it and improve their, their, their level of life, not only a game, because we are here coaching people, not only players. Uh, we need, we, as coaches, we want them to be good people and, and kind and, and open and, and not just uh, you know, a player that is arrogant or something. Sure, sure. So why don't we back up a little bit and Anya, maybe you can explain what you guys look at with a player's name, with their birth date and all of that and, and the information that you can gain from that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, when I get the player, I see already from maybe from first hour when he comes to my, to my court and we play a little bit. Um, I speak with them and I see if they are open or they are not open. Um, they stick more with the technique, physical approach, or they like to hear also something else. So if they, the person or the family is open about it, um, we speak. Um, I say that I have this knowledge who can help both parents and the kid first to kid to get to know himself or herself and the parents to get to know more in the details the um, their child how is he acting when he's in sports how is he acting when he's under pressure or um, maybe lacking some uh, confidence or something like this so um, we have his name last name um, his uh, date birth and we do some calculation. <laughs> we get some um, uh, codes. And then after, we start the show. As you've seen the show. I have seen the show, and it's fascinating. So, so for my audience who doesn't have the advantage of being able to visually see it, can you explain what, what, you, what we're talking about here? What is the show? It's, uh, it's numbers that are decoded because we have letters in the alphabet. It's, I think, 28, 29 letters uh, or some languages even more or less. Uh, and it's difficult to decode A or, or the double Y or something like that. So we use the numbers which are only one to nine and all the 
all the variations. Number 19 is one plus nine is uh, 10 is one because we always use the one digit. So one out of 19, one out of 28, uh, three out of 12, one plus two is 12. So we change uh, the, the, the letters in the name and in the surname, if you have middle name as well or, or a nickname as well, and we can put it into number with a certain alphabet that we've given to you as well. Uh, it's a Chaldean or Chaldean alphabet. It's, it's ancient knowledge in a way. And this knowledge is connected also with uh, traditional Chinese medicine, with organs and with yin yang and with all of this. So it's a holistic approach of checking uh, certain numbers and decoding them uh, that we can see a person's uh, organs, which are weak programs. So if, for instance, if a person has a lot of number two and number four, we know that that person is worried a lot because we know that in lungs we have programs of worries, of sadness, of tension, of jealousy uh, and resentment. And we also have programs of big vision. So we know that players, it has been confirmed that people that have these numbers can see in advance, can sense. And we have uh, already confirmed to you uh, when we did the presentation in New York on the WTCA conference that some players that are top 50 and that have these numbers, that they can read the game in advance. They can see where the ball is coming differently as other players that do not have these numbers. And accordingly to this, then we can decode as well, as I said, the number of the name, surname, and then the date of birth, as well hour of the birth if it's uh, available. And with this, we make two circles. One circle is the vicious circle, and the other circle is the positive, uh, inspiring, aspiring circle. And uh, we tend to work on that side of the positive so that we explain why a person is drawn sometimes to be a self-sabotaging player or too emotional, what kind of messages are, you know, in the head, in the voice, uh, you know, under pressure, uh, what's happening in the head so that we can support, help, uh, explain, guide. And that player then is slowly uh, coming out of that, that drifting uh, vicious circle phase and being more in the positive, which is in the end enabling if you lose a game and you're positive, that's a big win already. But if you win a game and you're positive, that's that's a grand slam. Because a lot of players are winning games and they are negative. They are in the vicious circle and that, that's hurting their bodies. Injuries happen. They are winning to, just to survive. They are under pressure and winning from, from their arrogance, fear, and not out of love of the game and out of, you know, positive approach and, and being positively uh, ambitious. Right. So you look at, and, and I... I'm planning in the show notes to have a link. Um, I'm hoping you guys have a a link that you can share with me that I can add in the show notes that actually shows the alphabet and the numerical correlation. And um, much like the handouts you gave us, I you do have that online, right? Yes, we have it. Uh, we will post it as well on, on our Facebook page and, and Instagram. We have a, as well a website, but there is more of a... Uh, just a simple approach, not so uh, into tennis. It's more trainyourvibration.com. But we will post uh, this alphabet and, and how it's uh, the two circles, how they are shown uh, as well on our Instagram and Facebook page, as we already have, actually. Okay, so we'll cool. That, and, uh, and we'll have a link in the show notes so yeah. that the listeners can just click and take a look at that as well. Um, and so you you decipher this person's name, their birthday, and it correlates to, like you said, much like in Chinese medicine, 
uh, different parts of the body, different organs that then give you clues about what may be going on psychologically with the player. Am I stating that correctly? Yes. Yes, that's true. Right. Okay. And so then what do you do with that information? Well, you can, like uh, you just said, like if some, if a turn of the player has a number two and number four, um, so I can say that I have also these numbers and can speak from my experience, how I was. Um, so I had a lot of negative messages about my self-esteem. So how I look on the court, um, is my forehand very good? Um, is my serve perfect? Um, then was uh, insecure, like then situations came like um, I make the first serve out and then I got already the messages, oh, Anya, don't double fold. And then, of course, the double fold came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, something like um, I was leading already a set and a 3-1 and I got already a message. Oh, maybe I can finish this easily already. Who is going to be my next opponent? So a lot of these kind of messages um, are coming in our minds. Right, right. And then so as a coach, what do you do with that information to help that player do better? Can you say again? I didn't hear. As a coach, what do you do with that information to then help the player? Well, the coach can understand much better the player. Um, already on the practice, he can give or she can give uh, the messages. Um, and on the tournaments as well. I mean, of course, now the coaching is not allowed or is going to be allowed. We don't know. But it's already on the practice, uh, the coaches can input a lot of positive messages in the players. So does it help the coach then know how to communicate with the player? I, I guess what I'm trying to clarify for, for myself and for our listeners is, you know, it's, it's great to get this information, but then how do we use it to help the player do better? We, we use it in a way uh, that we know because coaches maybe are, you know, uh, they know that individual approach is necessary. But sometimes you get lost if you have a lot of players that you are coaching. And uh, But when you can read through their minds and understand what's happening just by knowing their number in, in, in the date or in the name, and you understand that that's maybe fear, you are not pushing that person with certain messages that enhance their fear. You give them courageous messages, bold messages, audacious, that they come out of the kidneys, which is fear. Uh, and, and, you, and, you, and you motivate them in that certain area where they need additional messages. And you stop, you know, doing it. It's, it's like a coach that's good, that's a good coach. They know that uh, it's not important to work so much on the forehand, forehand, forehand or something like that. They know how to approach that player, how to be holistic, how to do more on maybe tactics or something like that. With this knowledge, you know exactly, you pinpoint where that person is, how that person is feeling, and you don't need a special psychology evaluation, which is expensive maybe. And this is not psychiatry. I'm talking about psychology. 
and normal basic stuff that are more and more necessary in sport and in, in basic life. And uh, you can pinpoint exactly uh, with this method uh, how to input, where to input, as Anya said, which messages to input, because a person that is insecure and you're like, why are you always like this? You understand later as a parent as well and as a coach, ah, you understand, ah, you have these messages, oh, this number, yeah, it's, it's so funny because I'm working with this and Anya knows this knowledge already for almost nine years, eight years and a half. And it's um, it's easy for us, of course, but to explain it to someone new because we have a lot of experience. Uh, so we see how it is all intertwined and connected and right. how it can be useful, of course. And so I guess what I'm what I'm trying to help clarify is once a coach has this information and understands, like you're saying, you know, this player is coming from fear or from insecurity. So I have to change the way that I approach my player to help them manage that and perform better. How does the coach learn how to do that? Do you guys help the coaches or is there a, a, a resource for the coaches to, not just understand what a player's numbers are and what they mean, but then also how to adjust their communication for that player. Yes, of course, it's a skill set. Uh, it's, it's something that uh, you develop and evolve with, with being coached as well, or you just can get this certain workshop of numerology uh, of this kind and then how to decode with these two circles and how to read them, how to read the subtitles of the person and of the numbers. And then further on as well, a lot of coaches are already very much uh, reading books and they are open uh, and they, they, they know how to motivate and this can only enhance their motivation in the right direction so that they are not banging the head against the wall with some players or why is that player aggressive and they try this and that and it's not working, but that you can understand uh, what's happening in that person, in that child. Uh, and you can also talk to parents how they can uh, parent the, the, their child at home as well, that they are not losing uh, effort and energy with, with a strange approach or something that's not working. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody is interested in learning about this, what's the first step? How do they get this information and, and start to learn about it? Yeah, of course, uh, we will put uh, our, our uh, contact uh, information and, and the Facebook, Instagram and our web page. They can contact us. Uh, it's non uh, obligatory anything we can give of course certain guidance already and then they choose what they want and how they want uh, to be uh, involved in this and then use this knowledge and then uh, we will show them on examples as we showed to you as well in that uh, short presentation which we uh, speeded through the numbers yeah. but you got a certain idea have you uh, how it's uh, working and then and with the examples, we've shown, we've used all these players that are top 50 uh, on WTA ranking and that uh, it's really confirming how certain players are behaving according to, to certain numbers. And then uh, later, if those coaches or parents as well are interested, we can, of course, make a, a special deal and, and uh, continue the, the cooperation so that they will be guided and, and instructed and coached in that direction. And, and so what you would do then is work with the coach or work with the parent 
to help them learn how to message more clearly for a particular child or a particular player? Yeah, yes, for some time, of course, as we said, we can do a workshop regarding spiritual or this numbers, numerology, and how to use it. And uh, then they can continue to use it on their own or how they wish or how they see it fit. Uh, and they will see their this experience. They will get the experience because my experience doesn't help you. If I'm if uh, if you're thirsty and I'm drinking the water, it doesn't help you. So you need to <laughs> experience it yourself as well. Uh, so in in this direction, we are open for cooperation. This is why we are uh, based in Dominican Republic uh, for some years now, and uh, we are planning to to do a holistic or big picture academy here. We already have certain clients that are coming here from Europe and from USA that are interested in this approach and that we speak to a player that can then relax their forehand uh, with not only technique, because, you know, you can talk technique, 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 uh, or, or change certain methods, uh, how to change the technique of a, of a forehand uh, um, stroke. But we also say, look, I know that you have this and this. I understand you. I feel you. Uh, try to do this. Uh, like a coach, uh, Anya can say this, how a coach uh, of this kind explained to her how she can play a game and a match and actually hit all the balls she can explain. <laughs> it's her experience. Yes, it was it was an amazing thing. Um, yeah, I was in Turkey on the tournament in um, it was a WTA tournament, and um, I got the, like guidance from my coach, and he said, "You know, Anya, next next match you need to hit full power, every ball. Enjoy. Do not worry. Just hit the ball full power." And I was like, "Really?" He was like, "Yes, do it, do it." And I was like, "Okay." So I got, a, I had a match, and I was playing really, really good. It, I was playing against seeded player at the time. And uh, of course I lost, but it was like a closed match, but I was like, no hesitations. I said, okay, Anya, go on, full power. And then next match, actually next tournament, um, I played against uh, Elina Svitolina and um, it was the final of the tournament and I played unbelievable. So I break some... some uh, how you say barriers, which was uh, struggling. I was struggling before because I was hesitating and I was not playing my game. So with this kind of knowledge, he, he said to me, okay, Anya, do this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it and let's see what happens. And I was finally free, mental. I was finally mental free that I can play really my game. doesn't matter who is on, on the other side. And and so you took that knowledge forward. A coach just said that to you one time, and that was all it took. Yes, wow. <laughs> actually, I was working already for uh, for a year with him, but um, I was always like under hand, handbrake. I was always hesitating. I never played my full potential what I could could do, and uh, this was one of the keys that I that I relaxed more, that I was more open, and I finally. Uh, could see the game, read the game outside from the picture. So I was not like totally in into the game and and just looking in into the uh, into the game. Like uh, it's very very important, and I need to do this now. Mm -hmm. You were more relaxed. It sounds yeah. like 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And I, you know, I want to say to the listeners, I know this all sounds really like (laughs) out there, but when you, I hope you'll all click on the links and, and really look at the information that we're going to share in the show notes, because when you see this and how it works, it is fascinating. And there's, there's some amazing truths that come out of assigning these numbers to the names and looking at birth dates. And it really does give you some insight into the personality of the person that you're looking at. And I, I think, you know, my listeners, Anya and Yura, know that I'm very big on communication, that I feel like one of the biggest problems that we have in the U.S. with junior tennis is that a lot of our coaches aren't the best at communicating. And so anything that we can do to give them better skills so that they understand the players better, they understand the parents better, because it's it's a triangle, right? The parent, the coach, the player all have to work together in order to help the player reach his or her full potential. So any tools that can be used to, to help reach that potential, I think are just fantastic. And I think, like you said, Yoda, at the beginning, why would you discount something that could potentially help you? Yes. Why? Because we have <laughs> numbers that are preventing us to be open. <laughs> programs. As we said, we have more than eight years of experience with this, and it's not voodoo judo, it's not fortune telling, it's not that it's you need to be a spiritual something, this and that, it's that you are relaxed and that you allow uh, uh, your game and, and life. Uh, it's not religion or something. Uh, right. it's, it's, it's to be open, to invite certain new methods, knowledge in, in your life, and with that, enhance and live and play and be full and activate yourself, activate the potentials. Right, right. So if people want to find you, can you tell us again what's the best way to, to locate you? Uh, we are on Facebook, Punta Cana Tennis Coaching Now, because we are only living now. And uh, the same on, on uh, Instagram, Punta Cana Tennis Coaching Now or Punta Cana TC Now. Uh, and as well on the web page, uh, website, uh, trainyourvibration.com. Okay, awesome. So we'll have all those links in the show notes. And, you know, for those of you who are interested in getting more information, I urge you to click on the links and look at this. I, it truly is fascinating. And and I can tell you, you know, I'm pretty progressive minded. I, I, you know, I, I see an acupuncturist, um, you know, I do a lot of things to help myself be healthy mentally and physically. And I was very leery of what you guys were going to be presenting at the WTCA. I was a little hesitant to walk in the room, but it it really is pretty eye-opening when you allow yourself to examine these numbers and what they mean and how they can apply to your life and, and help you be a better person all around, a better athlete, a better parent, a better student, whatever it is. And I think, uh, what you guys are offering is is really fantastic. So thank you for sharing it with the Parenting Aces audience. 
Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having us, yes, and giving the opportunity. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.